Hey, what's going on? It is episode 252 of the Hey Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. We left off last week. I I dropped some knowledge on you that I was magnet fishing, and you were like, yeah. after all this like dancing around stuff that we didn't want to talk about, but we are going to talk about, uh, I magnet fished. And then you were like, dude, what? why do we waste time? Mm. What about magnet fishing? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Way cooler. I just want to tell you, there is a group... And this just kicked off like within the last, I think, month. A group called NWI, <laughs> Northwest Indiana Metal Militia. Why is there a group for everything? And uh, it's a Facebook group. And these guys are, <laughs> dude, magnet fishing is taking Northwest Indiana by storm. I'm going to start next week. I'm these guys have, if, you, uh, if you're on their Facebook page, um, and again, NWI Metal Militia, these guys have pulled out at least, I would say, I don't know, five guns in the last week. Whoa. They've pulled out a live grenade out of Lake George in Holbert with a pin in it still. Yeah, people thought that was shot. you. People online thought it was you. <laughs> it wasn't they saw me. an article about a guy that pulled out a, gun, a grenade. No, and I like, wish it's it was me. Be. I look at that like, dude, that's a once-in-a-lifetime find, except I somebody told me about it, and I searched an article. I put uh, somebody something about fishing out a grenade, and I found that it's. I found two other articles where it's happened. Yes. Not necessarily right around here. They all. I think they also found a smoke canister grenade. Can I buy one locally? Uh, somebody said Harbor Freight has like a magnet, but it's not the it's not the one everyone's using. I'm just I'm trying to avoid Amazon a little bit yeah. these days. Not that I'm yeah. high and mighty, but I'm just trying to avoid them when I can. I'd rather buy. I local, eBay local magnet. I mean, you could fishing. buy it on eBay if you nah. want to work around Amazon. But I, mine took like I mean, it was during the height of the I say height. The first height of the COVID. Yeah, before uh, the so second I think height. Cost, mm, cost like 60 bucks, I think. But I got a grappling hook with it, 90 feet of rope, gloves, and yeah, the magnet. Yeah, I'm in. It came with gloves? Yeah. In case you don't like, gloves? Like rubbery. Well, they're like special gloves to... I mean, you're pulling out like rusty metal out of the water. You surely don't want to get, you know, unless you have had your tattoo. But any coated gloves will do. Dude, I don't care. I'm in. But for that, you know. Dude, if I got to go Amazon, I got to go Amazon. I need this magnet thing. So. I can't catch regular fish. I keep taking my kids and we keep getting skunked. So we'll just, like, I'll be like, I'll try to catch regular fish. You guys drop that magnet in. Now, how do do you do this? Do you go real low? So, uh, what I've been doing, and I I, I found. I found some tools. I found something that looked like a piece of a gun at one point, um, but nothing nothing like clearly a gun. No knives yet. That big some clamp. Tools. found that big clamp, a pipe clamp, um, a bunch of rebar, uh, a post for a sign, stuff like that. And basically what I'm doing is I'm going – you got to be careful because the uh, – I think it's 440 pounds of magnetic pull on either side of this magnet – so when if you're doing it off a, a bridge that has you know steel construction, oh yeah, if yeah. you if you bring it up too close to the bridge, it will adhere to the bridge, and you are not going to get it off. No, like, I mean you'd have to have something else to force it down. It, it's it's a process. Have for you sure. have you done that? I've gotten close to getting stuck, and like I said, I was in like full panic mode because I'm like, well, you know, here there goes that magnet. He's like hammer it off, or yeah, I mean basically what I was able to do was I had I, oh, I had a stick. Um, and I was able to like slide it down low enough and then kick the side of it off, like kick it with my foot and it came loose. But I've seen a bunch of people saying like, Hey, I got mine stuck to the side of the bridge. I've not seen anybody say they got it stuck underwater on something and couldn't get it up. Um, I take that back. My friend Adam, I think got it stuck underwater, but I think it got wedged between rocks. Dude, how many syringes do I pull out of Dowling the first time I chuck that baby in there? I don't know. I, we got, uh, I got a pack of fish hooks, like brand new, never been used before red fishing hooks. Um, like they dropped the entire pack in there and I didn't get the the packaging, but I could tell like some dad gave their kid a pack of fishing hooks and he, he spilled them all in the water. Yeah. And I put it down and I got like 12 to 15, Exact fishing hooks in perfect condition. Okay, um, which isn't the find of the century. We went, we turned back. around and used the fishing hooks and caught fish with them. 
So look at us. Now, what if the dead? Now prostitute, I need to catch a grill. What if the dead prostitute has like fillings, nipple rings, it, it fillings, gets, yeah, belt yeah. buckles, yeah, hoop earrings, and you just she's got a Sam Brown strap on, just hooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. S and M outfits. I'm hoping for a coach purse. Tomorrow's my 20th anniversary. So oh uh, man, oh man, yeah. 20th wedding anniversary. I can't um, believe you're even podcasting tonight. I thought you'd be in preparation mode. No, 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 no. Uh, actually, I'm wrong. It's Wednesday. Thought you'd be, I, I, I made a mistake. Oh. Well, you people won't know when this airs. So this was on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, you got but, a manscape for like three days then to just, you know. Not me. Be like. Half Native American. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Good. Um, <laughs> you. Uh, anyway, so when you go out and do this magnet fishing, the, the world is your oyster because I feel like nobody's. It's just so new. That stuff's been sitting there waiting to be. I've I've been watching videos on YouTube, and that's what started for me. There's a like I forget what the guy's name is, but there's a pretty popular YouTube guy. You know, kids watch these stupid people playing video games and, yeah. and whatnot. This is actually what apparently uh, adults do is they watch people magnet fish, which is you know now I understand why my kids watch people play video yeah. games. But I've seen these guys PewDiePie pull, is throwing I, a magnet in there. I've seen people pull dirt bikes out. I've seen people pull. Uh, all today, uh, somebody on the metal militia pulled a, a, a lantern out of out of okay. the water, like a full street light. Oh, but, but it, was, it wasn't wood that? though. Just it was like I found it. No, it was like it a just... decorative one. I mean, you could clean it up and scrap it. You could, you know, you could do nothing. I've been, I, meaning, I've been meaning to scrap a street light. I feel like um, I also get some. Uh, I feel good about the conservation effort because you take it out and you throw it in the trash. You don't leave it in the you're, water. You're cleaning. Why not? Yeah, you're taking care some of rusty, the ecosystem. Yeah. So no, that's cool, man. I kind of, I do kind of want to get into it just because I don't know. I, I, I feel like, like stuff. the best places you, you know, you, you're going to go to places where people could throw stuff from their car out the window. You might find the most uh, rewarding, like guns and knives and weapons. Everybody wants yeah. to find murder weapons, right? That's the that's the yep. the coup de gras. I guess I'd like to find a treasure chest, but I think you're more likely to find a, you know, an old uh, Smith and Wesson at the bottom of a lake. You thing. grab it and you grab it with your bare hands. And you put in a plastic bag and you take it straight to... So what I've seen is is they're calling the police department right out to the scene and handing it over to the police department. The police okay. department puts it in as your property. So after 30 days, if no one claims it and it has no you know evidentiary value or whatever, then you know you get it back. That's, they're, like, they're like, dude, let's best let case sleeping scenario. dogs lie. Probably Keep sits in an evidence locker Gone in the lake years. where you found it, buddy. If it was theirs that they threw in there, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And you, it's funny because you think about, like, who was the asshole that threw a live grenade in there? What was his, what was the point of that? I wonder if he was trying to go, like, dynamite fishing and he just screwed up. Like, he was trying to drop it in, like, Crocodile Dundee. He hit slippery butter, butter fingers. Yeah, yeah, He didn't get the pin all the way out and he just dropped it like a dumb dumb. Could you imagine if you pulled that thing out of it and got hooked on something and you, like, you know, wedged it loose and the pin came out? Oof. You wouldn't even know because the, the chance of you pulling a live grenade out slim to none, right? So it'd be too late. By the time you realize what it was. Yeah. I'd be like, Dave told me to magnet. And I, I don't know how the police or EMTs or fire department would even be able to figure out what, how or what even happened. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's like, I was magnet fishing. It's like, oh, did you hit a gas line? Like, what, what in the world was this? No one's going to guess grenade unless you pick up a little frag. Now they will. Because like I said, this was. I at least found three other stories. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's pretty sweet, man. I, uh. I, I keep trying to take my kids fishing. We don't catch anything anyways. I think my son would prefer to just pull stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> Most kids would, right? You get a fish, that's okay. Uh, you get a, a kitchen chair, that's super sweet. I remember when we, as kids, we would if we saw somebody was like doing excavation, like say they were getting a pool put in, or I remember they were building a school in my neighborhood, so they had like dug out a lot of foundation. They had this gigantic, this one summer, they had a gigantic dirt pile. Um. And we used to all run. Our, I mean, it was as tall as the school it was like twenty feet high. Oh, that was used, the best when I was when you were kids, dude. Everybody would run their bike up to the top and race down this hill. Well, I lived by a, railroad tracks, so every once in a while they would re like rock the tracks. You know, all the mm-hmm. rocks that go around it. There was the rocks would be old, so they put new shiny gray ones, and they'd block off the street by my house, and they'd just put a big pile of extras until they had to put them wherever. And we would have rock fights, <laughs> dude. That's what we did in Hesville for fun. We would get pieces of wood and we would like, um, I don't know how we attached. Maybe I don't think we were smart enough to screw it in. We would use sh- like wooden shields and we would throw rocks at each other. And that was our, like, if you don't, dude, if you don't, I'm talking about like a railroad rock, dude. If you don't block it with the shield, it's bad, bad news. I know that we, uh, we go down this, this path 
often, but it's one of my favorites. Rock fight this, path. No, this is to uh, to to call out our children for being um, unmanly. Uh, the ones that are men. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, there's. I was considered kind of a sissy dude, but I had rock fights. There, there, there was like now more bike paths than there ever were. Like Northwest Indiana, from like I could take a bike path oh, from my house to anyway. your house. They're crazy, and so uh, I found another one um, close to my neighborhood that took me all the way from. Uh, I was able to go to my favorite coffee spot from my house without ever crossing any major road. Went underneath US forty one, came out. You know, I didn't oh, realize yeah. this bike path was finished. So at one point, my son was with me, and we came. We were like, I'm like, hey, let's just take this thing till the wheels come off, and we're turning and going down. I'm like, I never even knew this path was here. Yeah. And we went through this uh, this tunnel, and it was like a train tunnel, and there was a bunch of spray paint, and I, ma- I was making a Snapchat video, and I go, I like showed the, the underneath and all the spray paint. I was like, man, I don't know where we are, and I don't know where we're going, man. It's just it's the ro- <laughs> wherever the road takes us. And then my son in the distance goes, hey, in the wind. hey, uh, now he's 15. He's like, hey, man, uh. You think we should turn around? I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "You, I heard you said that you don't know where we're uh, we where we are." I'm like, well, "I know we're parallel to a major a major." Did you get that on your snap? No, no. Uh. <laughs> but uh, if you remember, years ago we were on a bike ride, and I did have audio. I kicked him off his bike, and he went down. A, a, I remember a, you yeah. really kicked him down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah. still brings it up to this day. Anyway, so uh, the whole time we were riding, I was like, "Dude," I was just telling him, "I'm like." Man, when I was a kid, we used to. I used to carry around. I had a little hatchet, you know. I had a hammer on the back of it and a hatchet on the front of it. And I would we hid it. We would hide this stuff in the woods so our parents wouldn't know we even had it. Like we would find it in the woods. Oh, some knives, other kid lighters, would I would hide it. everything in the woods. Yeah, and then we would move it to like a kid would have it. He'd hide it out there. We'd come across it. We would move it to a new area that would become ours. Right. Yeah. What like I said, from anything from dirty magazines to lighters, dumpster to, porn. My dad had. Uh, I remember he had a bunch of bottle rockets, and we would take like one or two at a time. You know, like how kids drink a <laughs> little bit of liquor. Siphon out. Yeah, yeah, he would yeah, never smart. notice. And we would go in the woods, and we would cut the bottle rocket open, and we would take the gunpowder out. We'd make a new bomb out of it. We'd figure out, well, if we light this, or if we do. I was telling uh, my kid, I go, we could have died any single day of the week. Nobody would have found us. We were in the woods. They would the have assumed that we were kidnapped, and they were gonna, you know, something. We'd be on the back of a milk carton. Some some nefarious person came across us. Yeah, not true. We were swinging across the creek on an old uh, on an old rope. Mm-hmm. You know, the worst thing that happened is you'd fall way steep in the mud and you'd have to figure out how to get your buddy to give you a pair of his pants so you could sneak back in and switch the pants oh, before yeah, your parent. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And and, and I, I say this all the time. Um, I used to, just like every other kid, I would leave the house. My mom would probably say like at eight o'clock you could go out uh, in the summertime. And my dad was home by 530. So that's what time I had to be home for dinner. In between those goalposts, the world was your way. Anything yeah, could happen. Yeah, yeah. Anything could happen. Uh, we would sometimes we would come back to my, my 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 house and my mom would feed whoever was with us. Sometimes we'd go to this guy's house. Yeah. Every, yeah. every day we would play baseball in the tennis courts. Uh, that because it was a small enough area, we didn't have that many guys, so we would use a wiffle ball bat and a tennis ball, and we'd use it in a <laughs> tennis court instead right, of right, a baseball right, right, field. Right, right. We'd probably play some football. Uh, we would definitely go in the woods. We would uh, we would try to build a fort or, or or stick some wood in the trees to make ladders to get up the trees. Well, what you're describing is the lack of options at home led you to find your own, which right. is great. And I that's don't, I don't even think if there were, I don't know this, but I have I have dude, to assume that there were options. I don't know that I would be doing it. Yeah, dude, you would. You know why? Because every other kid in the world is maybe. If you were able to talk to your friends without getting up, you could just put your headset on and shoot people in Fortnite or whatever. You'd do it. Yeah, maybe. It's uh, it's. I think you would. It's kind of like um, how we talk about like everyone's on social media now, but our parents weren't. And we were talking mm-hmm. about that last week, and it's like, well, they had the water cooler. That's all right. they had. I had. Uh, I had to do something on my computer today, and I said, "Hey, you guys, I need an hour." And the wife was at work. My wife. She was at work, so I go, "You guys, don't go in the pool, but just do whatever you want for an hour." I gave him the green light, golden ticket, hall pass. Do whatever you want. They, oh, except I said you can do anything, but you just can't be on on the TV. Dude, they were on top of my car. They were building like this Lego erector set thing in the front yard. They were having a blast. And I was just like, see, like, I just left them alone. I said, hey, get out of here. 
Go find something to do for an hour. And sure as hell they did. Like, what were the parameters? They could have... I didn't I mean, give them a lot. they just stay on the property? Yeah, well, they went they're, like... They're, they're small enough to where they probably wouldn't even think to wander off. They're there. seven and eight. I watched them out the front window. They went down two houses to the east and one house to the west, and that's as far as they'd go. But they were messing around on the sidewalk, having a ball. And I go, if I did this every day but said, hey, I need four hours, go find something to do, they would eventually... That's what I've been telling you. I've been just doing this do forever. these things. <laughs> well, no, but I was like, get out of the house and yeah. do it, though. Well, you know I, what I mean? I, I just know I that, took the TV um, off the wall today, dude. I got so mad, I unhooked it. I took it off the wall. <laughs> and I was like, do what you want, but this shit is laying down. I, uh, I was always up to no good every day, all day long. Um, and I know my mom gets horrified when I say this stuff, but like... <laughs> There, like I said, every day I would we would definitely play uh, uh, RBI baseball. We would definitely, and then as time went on, we played Tecmo Bowl or whatever the game was at the time. Like everybody in the neighborhood was like, we did this. We we I remember we had the Sugar Ray Leonard boxing one pair of the Sugar Ray Leonard boxing gloves. One guy would get a left glove, one guy would get a right glove, and we <laughs> and then, you know whoever had the seniority. Yeah, I was yeah. one of the older kids. I would get the right glove, and then we would have the younger kids try to box us. They would only get a left hand, so and we really would just, just tee off on people. With your, we oh. just tee off on people. Um, uh, one year we started up me and my friend Donnie and this guy, Adam, my, my friend Adam, we started a lawn mowing business, uh, where we went around to neighborhoods and begged dudes to let us to mow their lawns and weed whack, um, just to make a little money. And but I think that really is the key for nowadays kids is you start them off with smart or small periods of time. You go, Hey, for two hours, you guys get out of the house. I don't care what you do. Now it requires you to helicopter less and you you don't really anyway, but like parents that do, you got to go couple hours, go find your own fun. Because no one's going to go cold turkey, right? Take the TVs down. You can't do anything. You just wouldn't know what to couple do, hours, Yeah, but a couple hours, and my daughter will bitch and go, I'm bored. And I go, no, you're boring. Get out of the house. Go do something. And they will. I don't think that we were special that we did that. I think they just have more options. That's all yeah, it is. I guess. I mean, I, but many of us, I know I talked to a lot of parents, and everybody's like, I feel really guilty because I feel like my kid... And when they say their kid, everybody says this. So everybody's individual kids, respectively, you know, they're missing out on 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 growing up. I feel like years have gone by, and my kid just basically sat inside and played video games. Yeah, whose fault and, is that? Well, I'm just like you said. Unfortunately, it's 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 the time and the era. That's what everyone's doing. They don't have to. They could be in their underwear the whole day talking to their buddy playing. But you got to be that weirdo parent that goes like, "No, nah, you're not doing this." The only problem is if you don't have other parents that are also agreeing. You're lucky. You have kids that are close in age. That's true. You know, that's true. So other people, it's like if I was to force my 14 when I lived in my other house and I only had my one son and he was seven or eight, there was no other kids in the neighborhood. That just sucked. Different. I felt terrible that's, for him. Yeah, you know? that's sucko. And now he's in high school and half of his friends sleep until 1230 in the afternoon. Dude, I started doing this with my um, neighbors across the street because they have two kids that are similar age, uh, one boy, one girl. And every day my kids go, hey, can you can you call their mom and see if they can play? Can you text them and see if they can play? They both work from home now because of COVID and stuff. So I go, ah, text them. They get they get back to me in a couple hours. Like, yeah, maybe this afternoon. And I'm like, what? Why not? Now? What are they doing? Right. Like I look over there, I know they're not doing anything. Well, maybe because they don't want to, they feel like they have to monitor the kids while they play. And it's like, I'm busy. I don't have time to monitor. I, I know if I put my kid in front of a TV, he's not getting into anything. He's not bothering anyone. Right. But so here's what I did. I'm kind of doing this 1980s summer thing a little bit. So here's what I did. I go, nah, I'm not calling him. You go over there and you go bug him. <laughs> and, and Dexter, my son was like, nah, I don't feel weird. I don't want to do that. And I go, well, then you ain't going to play with him. Cause I'm just, I'm. You don't need me. In, they're across the street. I can't imagine mm. in 1988 if my parents would have been like, I would have been like, hey, mom, can you call the neighbors across the street and see if they can play? She'd be like, are you crazy? They're right there. So I started doing that. And I know parents like to coordinate it, but I don't do it. I don't care. I'm, 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 I'm hard. What is it? I'm tough loving my neighbors, which <laughs> I'm sure they love. But I just, I send both of my kids over there now and both times. They don't answer the door. And then my kids come back and I get a text immediately from the parents that go, hey, sorry, I was online with a client or whatever. Um, Maybe this afternoon they can they can play or whatever. And I go, cool. And then they send them over the next day. It's, it's only been a couple of days of this. But I want it to be, I know we're going to have like a milkman coming up. I know it's not going to be Andy Griffith, but I just don't like 
mom and dad coordinating every single a play date and it's 1230 to 230 and snacks will be at 130. Nah, dude, go over there and knock and say, my son was like, I don't know what to say. Like, what do you mean? He's like, what do I say when they answer the door? I go, say, can they come out and play? Is it possible that this is part of the reason we are where we are in the world because everybody has all this time on their hands and they just don't know how to cut loose and 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 be free? You know what I mean? Oh, like we'll, everything's we'll get so together regimented. At 4:30, so... uh, and like it's 12:30. Get together at 4:30. Just send them over here now. Right. Like send your kids here all day. And I've let it be known too that I'm like. Hey, I won't be watching them, but they'll no, but it's not an inconvenience. It's easier for me if your kids come over because then the kids play together and it's easier. They're not up. They're not up my butt. Mm -hmm. So I've let that be known. So now I'm just sort of like, hey, I feel like I feel like I'm nudging them. I'm going like you guys need you need a Kramer a little bit. You need somebody to come bust in your apartment and make you do stuff like I know you guys have a routine, but I don't think you love your routine. Now, I, I know I'm shoving my ways on them, but I'm like, I just don't think you love your routine. I think you'd like. To have kids come over and say, hey, can your kids come play? My wife is so against this. Uh, we I talk about this all the time. I just tell my kid, I'm like, dude, get on your bike and go find somebody. Go go, go see if your buddy's home here. Go here. Go. And she's like, no, you don't do that. You have a plan. You don't bother people. You don't, you don't show up places. And I'm like, no, you didn't do that. I surely did. That's all I ever did. Uh, because my mom was always on the phone gabbing away at whoever. We had, we, there was no well, multiple that's the phone thing. lines. I know that the other parents don't like it, but I, I'm like... I'm reminding, I'm going, remember, remember when, remember when I'm sending my kids over there and they go, Oh, I didn't know you're coming. Yeah, I know. We never did. <laughs> Just, it's cool. Yeah. Like well, you don't like the pop in, but this is kids. That's kids the, can do the pop in. Can't they? Yeah. I'll, I, I send kids away just like anybody else. Okay. Right? But, uh, when but it's, a normal when it's house, not no, when it's not convenient, <laughs> um, yeah. the ring doorbell is sort of the, the great equalizer on that. But, but here's the deal. If you say no, they can't play. You go, no, not right now. And they right. go, okay. That yeah. happened all the time when I was a kid. Well, you have to look at their little dejected faces, which, you know, I'm okay with. But That happened all the time when I was a kid. They go, not now, maybe after dinner. No, but what you do is you go and you grab Billy, and then you and Billy go and you grab Paul, and then you and Paul and Billy go over to Sean's house, and you try to grab him, and his mom's like, hey, Sean can't play until his room's cleaned up. And then Sean goes, hey, if these guys help me clean my room, then could I go out? And then you go in there and you do a half-ass job of helping him throw all of his stuff in the closet, then all four of you go out, right? Yeah, like the park is nice, but do they have to have a... We'll meet there at three. Nah, no, dude, make it happen. I used to love to just kick rocks. Like we would just walk around town looking for stupid, sh nothing to do. And then we'd eventually would see somebody else or it was something would dawn on us and go, let's go over to this guy's house. We haven't seen him in a while. We knock on his door, you know, eat his food, play his video games, do, yeah. you know, do whatever. Fart in and, his room. <laughs> right. Do whatever. And you're right. People say like, we're robbing our kids of that. And you are, you are right. Dude, once you hit 18, you really don't get this much anymore. Like, you have a small window which you can wander around and do nothing and like I guess now you need back, that I, period dude I feel so grateful of the being alive um and again I don't know what it was like for my parents but in the time I was young and I was alive and, and, and the freedom that we had was just incredible we did what we wanted uh and again my parents would have said no to 99% of the things I was doing they just didn't know about it Right. And I still made it out. I don't think... Listen, I was having the rock fight that I talked about. It was in front of my house. <laughs> my mom still didn't know we were having rock fights until one day we threw a rock at Billy Mansfield's head and it hit him in the head. And then, of course, you know, head wounds bleed a lot. Right. So it looked bad. It turns out if you, from 25 yards, if you chuck a rock at somebody's head and hit him square on, it doesn't end up well. But until that happened, my mom could have just looked out the window and saw us having rock fights. But she was like, you know, she was humming... She was humming like uh, she was humming some '80s pop song to her to her to herself from video game or excuse me from BB gun fights to slingshots to you name it we did everything we made like uh, water balloon slingshots we like I said there was, there was just no limit to anything you could do it's so funny you bring this up man because I'm reading this book right now called the book I got for my 40th birthday <laughs> it's called the Adventurer's Son. And I actually am it reading it. It doesn't turn out well. I actually No, it doesn't. And I actually am reading it, and I really like it. But it's... Uh, so you're right, Lisa. She was right, and I did <laughs> I did like it. But um, this guy was like a, a biologist and a wilderness dude. He was like, loved like hiking up like snow mountains. Like, I don't know if he did Everest, but ones like it. Like real dangerous stuff. Mm -hmm. He was addicted to like dangerous wilderness travel. He would pack raft these wild rivers, all the continents. Like he was just out there. You know, these guys that go like, we're going 12 days on backpack. Right. And they just go into the jungle. 
he raised his kid to do that since he was like a baby. So by the time this kid was eight, he was going to his, to Puerto Rico with his dad in the jungles, and they were making these trips where they would just stay overnight with bug nets. And so, of course, the kid does get lost at 27. That's like the plot of the book. But this kid was like in high school, and he's like, hey, so we're doing this foreign exchange thing, and he would go to Mexico, and he would call his dad and be like, hey, I missed the bus. There's not another one until tomorrow. But this kid is a young kid, and he's like, but it turn, turns out there's a car going to this village, and I can hitch a ride here. This kid was able to survive, adapt, explore, do everything in other countries. You know what I mean? Well, he was so capable that he was able to travel across the world and just be like, it's good. I got it. I have my, I have my jet. I have my, what do you call it? Like a jet boil kettle. I have a little bit of rice. I have my uh, pack. I have a bug net. I'll be good for three days in the jungle. And our kids can't go to start us to go bowling us. like our dude we couldn't do that so you know i mean no we couldn't but i'm saying like right i'm reading this book yes, and no, i get you and it's pounding this whole point home it's funny that you brought that up my kid can't wrap a present let alone you know <laughs> that's what i'm saying but these kids are both born the same right mm-hmm. it's it's yeah one of them was like hey we're going to borneo and the other one you know was like like legos <laughs> slapping the back of his hands together and making some stupid <laughs> yeah uh but at least my kid knows UHF lines. <laughs> well, I think video games are sort of like a like a treat, the way or a pop. I remember growing up, not me, but like my mom or or like people of that generation would be like, we didn't have soda, we didn't drink soda, uh, mm. or as we say in the Midwest, pop. Yeah, but soda's um, better though. It's, it was soda you would wins. get that as like a snack. That'd be like something you got. It's a treat. You know, once a week, it's a treat. An ice cream. My daughter eats ice cream every night after dinner. <laughs> I have my ice cream and I have my ice cream before bed. I mean, you're going to have your ice cream. You don't need ice cream every day. That's not how any of this works. You know what I mean? Soft so, times make soft people, And that's, that's how I feel about like video games. It's like, that's something you do when it's raining outside and you've played with all your stupid army characters, the guy with the the minesweeper. And the Dude, guy... that's exactly what I tell my kids. He'll have his friend come over and be like, hey, we want to play Minecraft. And I go, no, absolutely not. I'll go, you play Minecraft when it's crappy. All winter, yeah. when we're begging to go outside, play Minecraft. Yeah. But Absolutely. when it's 75 and sunny and you have a pool and a trampoline, you little son of a bitch. No, dude. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't get it. I never will. No. It, uh, we're not as tough as... Um... My brother's best friend had like a, a, a quarter pipe. And uh, so we used to all go over there and skateboard at this kid's house. His parents, he was an only child. His parents gave this kid whatever he wanted. So every he had a quarter pipe, and it's only fun to skateboard a, a ramp if you have other people to skateboard with. It's not fun to do it yourself, not for very long at least. And mm-hmm. uh, if I had a ramp, I'd never invite anybody over. I'd do it all day. So a- after the, <laughs> after a while, the kid got bored of it and was like, oh, "I'm not really into skating anymore." So we took it and we cut it and we made it into a launch ramp. So we were like barreling down the driveway and just nice. like shooting off this ramp. And I'm not talking about like you know like kid will put like a a hardback book. With a brick underneath it for his bike and go like rice right over it. I'm not oh, no. talking about that. I'm talking My brother about Nate had a three foot one, dude. It was pretty serious. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about. We were launching off this thing sky high, and uh, you get hurt all the time. Yeah, I remember sticking my uh, my uh, my neighbor, an older kid, was like, "Hey, dude, if you want to do an endo on your bike, uh, this is before people had front brakes, like on BMX bikes, like we." Uh, his bike, he's like, oh. And that was when the back wheel no, comes up? Yeah, the back wheel comes up. So he would be like, I took all the brakes off my bike. I had hand brakes, took them off my bike to, to make it more aerodynamic and faster. So he was like, oh, I guess that's the way we do things. So he's like, what you do is you take your front foot and you jam it in, in the uh, under the tire, between the forks and the tire, and your back, the back of the bike comes up. You know, but you're. Oh yeah, but then you got to get that foot out. And that's yeah, <laughs> that's the part they don't tell you, right? It's like yeah. it's like when you go to a restaurant and they go, they 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 give you ninety nine percent of the recipe, and they don't give you that last one percent. They go there's goat cheese in it, but they don't tell you about how <laughs> filthy goats are. So I remember flipping. Goats and, are disgusting. You guys like goat cheese? Watch a goat in private. They call it an endo because you're going end over, right? So the back, the back oh. of the bike came, and I flipped completely end over and landed on my face. And I remember having road rash on my face. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I was like, oh, I'm so hurt. And my mom was just like, if you're crying, are you hurt? Are you crying? Like, what's the deal? If you're crying and you're hurt, you need to come inside. And I'm like, well, no. But I wanted somebody to be feel bad for me for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you were just back at it, you know, always back at it. I don't remember ever having an injury or, or if I knew I had an injury, 
that if I told my parents I had, they were going to be like, that's it for today. You're going to need to take it easy. You just don't tell them about it. But I had this thought this week, dude. We were talking about how tough we used to be. Father's Day is coming up, man. And I had this, <laughs> I had this thought. I was at the beach and I was looking at moms with their kids. <laughs> and I was looking at dads with their kids. And I just thought, like, Father's Day is coming up. And we're talking about, like, how cool we were, how tough we were back in the day. On Father's Day, I'm going to do an unexpected turnaround. I'm going to do a shout-out to women on Father's Day because I look around. I'm 40 now, and I look around at the people's bodies on the beaches, and you know I love to judge. It's like, I mean, yeah, dude, like I was going to say Powell. I was gonna say it's next to something, but I can't think of anything that's next to. <laughs> and I look at these guys that have clearly let themselves go, hey, if you can do it, cool. I'm the one that's got the neurosis. I'm the one that's got body dysmorphia. Fine. But I started to think, I see these women that got three little kids running around. And they're still out there wearing two-piece, if you know, sometimes, whatever. And I thought, look at these guys' bodies. Can you, can you imagine if guys had to make the babies, how absolutely horrifically Repu- disgusting, repugnant, repugnant can you imagine what a bunch, like, if men had to make, the, dude, I think, okay, when I got up to my highest weight, I saw a picture of me at the beach, and I was, and I was a picture of me with my wife, and I, was, I think we were just young, engaged or something, and I was like, oh, dude, I gotta make a change, right? I was like, I gotta fix things. I did uh, a change. Now, I had gained this weight just because I liked beer and, and pizza and whatever. Women have to make another human, carry that human around, get the human out of their body without killing it, then go back to how they were. And then they do that cycle again several times. We gain weight and get big just because we want (laughs) to. We do it just because we're like, dude, I really like cigars and I really like uh, dark beer and I like ice cappy blasts and shit. (laughs) Can you imagine if... If we had a like something that we couldn't avoid, my wife was pregnant and like was eating like salads and salmon and chicken. Like, <laughs> dude, I already can't stop myself from drinking tons of beer and eating all the chips, <laughs> like all the chips. Like, if you didn't have a ring doorbell, I'd eat all the chips in your house in the middle of the night. I swear to God. And I just thought like, we're so bad at holding it together, and we don't even make the babies. Well, we we technically. We don't carry them and have them. That's true. Can you imagine? No. What do you think the world would look like if men had to have the babies? And by the way, now women don't ever have to have the babies. So worst case scenario is they put on the freshman the freshman 10 or what do they call it? Freshman 15. Freshman 15. I never went to college. So <laughs> like they, like women will put on an extra couple and they'll go, oh, I need to knock that off. They'll start walking. They'll eat a little better and they're better. They're better. That's all they'd ever have to do. It would be nothing but humongous, fat, gross dudes and hot women everywhere. I mean, I don't know if you're looking for a uh, for a counterpoint because I don't have one. I just had that thought. I yeah, I no, just I'm... I was at the beach and I just said, "Can you?" I already look at myself in the mirror and I go, "You're disgusting. Like you're gross." I didn't carry one baby. I'm a father to two kids, and I'm excited about Father's Day, but. I'm way more excited about Father's Day than my birthday. Because my birthday, I didn't do anything. Why do you think you're going to do something for Father? You, just the prospect? No, of I mean like something? because I was born. Technically, I didn't do anything. On, oh, on, on when my kids were born either. But like, I it's was a day to celebrate. Like you, my you, mom gets the credit for my birthday. She did all the work, and then right. for the what, how, how long did I shit my pants? So, you know, she did all the work for Father's Day. I go, I. That's me. I earned you that. Fathered children. I feel like I earned Father's Day. Yeah. I didn't earn my birthday. I just showed. Do I just showed up? I'm like, ah, I got cock all over me. You know what I mean? I didn't right. care about that. Father's Day, I'm pumped about. And so I was look. I turned forty and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was just like, Ugh. I'm still. I'm like, I'm not happy with it. I don't like it. I just don't like anything in the mirror. And then I go, imagine if for Father's Day I had to care. Dude, it's it's super hard for me to lose like ten pounds. If I carry two babies and try to lose ten, try to lose forty pounds twice, I'd never do it. I'd never do it. I'd be like the guy that's like, I wash myself with a rag on a stick. I feel like, like I'd be, a, I'd be a dude. They'd, they'd film um, the, TLC would have a show about me. I feel like the only guys that are in really, really good shape or in good shape are guys that have wives that are in really good shape. Yeah, they're just like, hey, my wife's at the gym all the time. I, I yeah. can't let them see this other dude. Then yeah, 
I feel like, you know, if you, if you together decide that, Hey, we're going to, we're going to put our swords down at some point, you know what that I mean? I'm okay. I, with. I think it always comes out. I truly feel like it always comes <clears throat> out to this fair or not this balancing act where you go like, well, like you said, the, the holding up your end of the bargain thing. And, and this is just the, it, it's, it's, People just go like, hey, I've relaxed a little bit. You've relaxed a little bit. So we always have this argument like, well, hey, I mean, come on. We both. I, dude, I can't. My wife's so skinny. Like, I, I said that. She'll go you, like, oh. You, like, yeah, but that's, and I, I don't know how often your wife works out, but she, she has a. a it's like probably never. like, like ge- never. It's genetics. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so that's unfortunate for you. She <laughs> doesn't like food. She doesn't eat much. Yeah, that's no, that sucks. And it does suck bad. Like, I want her to put on 30 pounds so I can be like, me too. That's what I'm saying. See? So yeah. you have, then no, you I have, you have that opportunity you. to like take your foot off the gas a little bit. Dude, she birthed two kids. Yeah. And she's still super skinny. It's not cool. So, like, don't appreciate it. Yeah, but I would say, and uh, I, I don't know. I could never bounce back there, like that. There's women that are super skinny that wish they were thicker. And there's women that are thicker that wish they were skinnier. And there's dudes that, you know, play guitar that wish they could, they played the drums instead. Or the guys that, you know. Whatever. I always wish. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't the know. Grass is always greener. Sure. It is. I just, w- I don't like to put it any hard work personally. So like I told you before. Yeah, but I have to like, cause I can't be the fat one. I didn't listen. Here's the deal. Well, that's in we your situation. The, you have we no both choice. Gotta keep the ball in the air. Right. But she did it with having babies. So I'm like, Oh God damn it. Like, but you're I saying did. she put in no work. Well, when I, she I don't mean that. What what I mean, yes. Yeah. She works out a little, like she walks. She's stuff, disciplined. At, super you know, disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is like she might not have taste buds. Like she just might, you know, like some people like get into like a, like a I, gas accident and they just don't taste food. So they don't look forward to it. I don't know, man. I need to have a partner in crime. Yeah. No, you know, I, I wish I'm just saying like my wife looks forward to food. Like I look forward to like waiting in the doctor's office. She's like, ah, I just, you have to do it. Uh, yeah. I must eat. It's yeah. Like you need to do it or else the syphilis ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just had that thought, man, when I was at the beach. While there was a beautiful sky, and my my beautiful children were playing, do you it was, think it was a wonderful you're day? Paying toward women on Father's Day is going to take away your Bo Jackson argument. Are you trying to like stir up some goodwill? For <laughs> Which you've Bo done Jackson s- argument is that? You've done for so much listeners. damage. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, want to bring it back up. They could go back and listen themselves. Right. I think uh, Bo Jackson's a good man. Yeah, he is a good man. But yeah, it was it was a beautiful day. I was watching my kids. I was at the beach, and I took the day off of work. I said. This is wonderful. What a great day. And instead of enjoying the day, I kept looking at people's bodies and going like, Ugh, dude, if you had kids, you'd be so gross. <laughs> not the women. Not the women. But, dude, I get, I, get up, I get up in my own head. You know how, um, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Did I cut you off? No. This, okay, you know how, like, the winds of culture are wild now, right? Like, like we were talking last week. I was like, I'm not racist. I've never been racist. I don't ever worry about it. I never... Even with stuff I've said on the podcast, I go, I've never said anything with any malice. Like, what are you going to find? Something I'm good, lightheartedly joking about? I just, I never feel like anything would ever stick, right? I just never cared. Then I looked at my Twitter avatar, which, is that what you call the profile picture? I don't know, avatar. What do you call the picture that identifies you? Avatar. Avatar. So not those blue people. No. All right. I had the same avatar for, I don't know, a year and a half, something like that. What is it? Oh, it's uh, is it the UHF? No, that's, that's, that's the new one. Okay, but let me. I'm gonna tell you the story of why okay. I changed it. This is, this is so silly because we're talking about the culture. You know those sponges that you buy like at Ace Hardware or Meyer? They look like a smiley face. They're called Scrub Daddy. No, they look like a smiley face, and they're like a hard yellow sponge. They're cut in the shape of like a sun, and they have happy eyes and a happy oh, mouth. Yeah, yeah. They come in three packs or one pack. They smell like lemons. My, I hate using a sponge more than like a few times because it smells so gross. Mm. There's nothing you can do to get around it. Your hands smell gross. So it's worse than seeing guys at the beach. So I bought these things called Scrub Daddy. They smell like lemons for like two weeks. They're hard enough to get crap off your plates. They're not so hard to ruin your your dishes. So I've been using them. I love them. One day I thought I'd use my Scrub Daddy to clean my grill off. It was a bad idea. I got a cast iron grill thing. So scrubbing, scrubbing my grill and, uh, I got my grill clean, but then I looked at my scrub daddy and it was all burnt up and it made me laugh. It was just, it was, it was a burnt up smiley face. It was, it was all charred looking, but it was still, it looked like it, this, it looked like scrub daddy had a rough day. Mm-hmm. Boy, what a rough day, but he still had a smile on his face. And I liked that sentiment. I said, this guy's had a rough go, but look at him. He's hanging in there. 
It's, it, and I set it on my grill and I took a picture of it. And I said, that's my avatar. If that's not a metaphor for life. <laughs> so it just looked like this guy's taking a punch. He's still mm. smiling. I just liked everything about it. I, I, I didn't think that deep about it at the time. I just thought I liked this picture. It makes me laugh. That was my avatar for about a year and a half. Then 2020 happens. I still don't notice my avatar. It's just my scrub daddy, right? I don't look at it because I just, I tweet and I look at other people's tweets and I just go. Um, and then there was, my timeline was filled with Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, everything's burning. Everything's on fire. Trump is whatever. Biden is whatever. All this political racial stuff was happening. And I started, I, I tried to avoid it, but I started seeing things here and there on Twitter. I started, well, I don't agree with that. I disagree with that. Not weighing in heavy because I don't have real heavy thoughts, but I'd weigh in here and there. And then all of a sudden it occurred to me, everyone else has got the racism flag poked at them. And I started thinking, boy, is there something in my timeline I have to look back at? You guys that are judging me harshly right now, think about your own timeline. And if you if you got nothing, fine. But I started going, did I ever make a joke that could be misconstrued? And again, there's no hate in my heart. I don't say hateful things. But I do use sarcasm heavily and I'm very cynical sometimes. So I was like, did I ever say anything? I started looking at my line. I go, no, nah, not really. Nothing's nothing's standing out. And then I kept looking at all these tweets and then I noticed my avatar and I go, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was like, any of these tweets would be fine, but if somebody was looking for something, Oh, Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. got in trouble for doing a Chris Rock bit. Chris Rock is his friend. It was on SNL, the entire writing staff, and Lorne Michaels, everyone approved it. It aired. Nobody cared. Now, 15 years later, they're unearthing footage that aired on national television of him being a black guy. He did a Chris Rock thing. He had brown paint on mm-hmm. People seem to not know the difference between blackface and and dressing up like someone anymore. That's a weird thing. Like blackface is its own whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's a whole separate genre. Right. So I look at my avatar and I go, dang it, dude. It never occurred to me <laughs> all these things. If someone thinks that I said something that was bad, they're going to just look at my avatar and go look at his blackface <laughs> avatar. His This blackface scrub daddy saying up on Mount Pius, up on Mount Whitey, saying all these things about... The government needs to do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I think, I think George, I think, uh, I don't hate Ben Shapiro at all. Like, I got tweets saying, like, I agree with Ben Shapiro. And my scrub daddy's in blackface, dude. Do you still have that picture? No, I changed it the no, moment I thought you still have it in your camera roll. I, probably. I was going to say, we need to make a shirt out of it. <laughs> dude, I would, are you racist if you wear it? No. I'm not, but. Uh, dude, scrub daddy, bro. I, it, I, I was laughing so hard because I was like, it, it's not blackface. At all, it's a sponge. Speaking, but speaking the, of that, go. <laughs> why is it that so one of the the one uh, of these people that's made the biggest adjustment in his life and his in his uh, his uh, social status is Jimmy Kimmel, right? Because Jimmy Kimmel used to be on the Man Show. The dude was super misogynistic, at least yeah. for comedy purposes. His public or persona took a big turn, and then all of a sudden he's like ultra ultra progressive liberal, like you know going hard at, yeah. at like, he's cried on tv several times at this point right but let's not forget the same guy who points out all this other stuff uh and i hope I, i'm not looking to start a garbage fire here but this is the same guy who straight up did blackface or did a carl malone no imp- not blackface again that's why I'm cr- okay yeah, yeah, yeah he did a carl malone uh he not only was his face black but his entire he was like in a whole black suit Acting doing as a Carl Malone, Malone impersonation, but his Carl Malone impersonation, he spoke uneducatedly, <laughs> and it was the most like it, there was just nothing but, but how denigration happening. How I don't know if Carl Malone, if he ever like shot it and then showed it to Carl Malone. But how would it look if he or Jimmy Fallon doing the Chris Rock showed up just Lily White and was like, "I'm Chris Rock." Everybody I, be like, "I this get is it." Strange. I get it, but Jimmy Fallon is doing an, a bit. That Chris Rock does Kimmel as Chris, bit, as right? Chris Rock. Kimmel is is mocking Carl Malone what was by the being a of the big skit? Do you uneducated idiot. 
<laughs> I remember him doing Carl Malone. I just don't know why. I will post some of it on, okay, our, yeah. on our Facebook page just That's to show you guys. I don't know why he was doing it. I just think it's funny. Like the, these cancel culture people, that, like what made me think about it was you're like, yeah, they dig something up from 15 years ago and they're going to cancel this guy. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, they're going to humiliate him and be like, dude, remember when you did this? It's like yeah. Jimmy Kimmel has to be the biggest example of that. I mean, he's at least Adam's still, you know, riding hard doing the same stuff he was always doing. Where in a weird way, I'm glad my dad is not still around. Yeah, no doubt. Because somebody would honor no him. Doing, every time my dad, my dad was not racist. He was a great dude. But every time he did an impersonation of a black person, it always started with "Hey, man." No matter what, no matter who the guy, it could be like. Here's my impersonation. I just want to go on record. My dad never did an imitation of a black person. Well, my dad. Go ahead. I, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with him? Are you kidding? He's he's bulletproof right now. <laughs> my dad could do like Ben Carson and be like, "Hey man, I'm a brain surgeon." Like it just started off that way, dude, because he came from back in the day, and the black dudes that he's friends with were all from the '70s, and they probably would, "Hey Ron, hey man," that's probably how they started, and so that's just where he got it. Uh, yeah, dig up home video of my dad. Go ahead. Oh. He was a good man. My dad had um, one of his his best friends were a couple named Kitty and Elwood, uh, a black couple. And uh, they had kids around my age. We would all hang out. We would go camping and stuff like that. Okay, we 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 get it. Hey, I had a black friend. Okay, sounds no. like you had two. Well, hey, I don't Good know how many you had around here, but I had a couple. But it was really funny because it was sort of old school in that, like, they were really really good friends. Like, you tell they really liked each other. They all have dinner together. They bring their families by. It wasn't just like like his friend. It was like a family friend. Um, but my dad still couldn't help himself. From making like making these old school like Archie Bunker esque cracks, but Elwood would just throw it back at him and be like, you know what I mean? He would just say the same thing back. It was so cool to see neither one of them. That's like how I was raised to see like, but that's, that's how, how I was different cultures interact. Week. You know what I mean? Like Elwood never got mad at my dad. At least he didn't seem to. And my dad never said anything truly hateful. They just would talk, talk, I talk a little shit to each other. My, my buddies last week, in fact, like I said, we had a Hispanic friend. We had a Chinese friend. We threw a Chinese guy in the mix. And it was all, every. there was just nothing that was taboo. Zero. And everybody, it was just understood. So I don't understand. Yeah, I'm like, it was really great. It was really great, man. And I remember just like, Maybe that's what Donald Trump meant when he said, let's make America great again, where he's just like, hey, you know, people were above it. I don't know that they were, but I mean. I don't know. I don't know that he's that articulate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know why I got. Oh, I was talking about canceling my dad. Yeah. Cancel my dad. I mean, I just suggested it. He's a great man. But I don't know. Back to my original point, which was, I don't know if I had one. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to even. Oh, were you talking about Jimmy? You were talking about Jimmy Fallon. Or Jimmy no, Kimmel? no, I was talking about Jimmy Kimmel. It, it rounded about. I was just. Oh, pointing. I was talking about Scrub Daddy Blackface, <laughs> and, and you, uh, you this said, gone off the listen, rails you again. said, listen to Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I was just pointing. I think you're safe again. I don't know how safe you are. What people will say, whatever they want, and they, they without you're like, oh, I'm snarky and I'm cynical and blah, but. but People don't know have that context. They don't. People know don't you. need context. They don't care. I'm just saying, they, you know, don't, I, they don't I, want it. I'm just saying, like even it, you're you're an anonymous person on Twitter. There's a billion <laughs> yeah, Twitter profiles. Yeah. So until now, you're you know, not, yeah, exactly. I just feel like it's like if you ever like if you ever got interrogated for like a bank robbery and you weren't at the bank, you you've never robbed a bank. You 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 barely you know anything. So like if you're in there, like why would you be sweating the interrogation? You're like, no, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't rob banks. I don't. I don't. I don't do it. I'm not. In the, yeah, tell the truth. No, no, that's just that's that is the truth. That's how I feel like if people were to. That's why. That's why I hated to change Scrub Daddy because I was like, I don't have you it. Put I that don't Scrub Daddy back today. I should put it back. Yeah. I just, I was just like, dude. I got a little worried. I was Probably like, today. Not, no. I was like, they're coming for everybody, and and I was thinking, what was there anything on my timeline that can be misconstrued? And it took me like 50 tweets to go. Oh, my picture looks like. <laughs> That's so stupid. So dumb. It is stupid and dumb. But uh, I would like a shirt of it. You give me that image. Then it feels racist. You no, give me that I image. Know. I mean, we'll wait. Right. We'll wait. We'll wait. It's just not the time. Hey, my man podcast. We'll wait until after the election. Scrub we'll see how that shirts. works out. Oh, dude, it's not going to be close. <laughs> I'm not voting at all. It's, I, don't, I don't have any shame anymore. You know what? I was one of these people that used to say, like, hey, you know, you, you don't vote. Then you ain't got an opinion. Yeah, no. And I had a lot yeah, of people yeah, that were like that. That just go like, I don't vote. Period. I don't, and, and I'm, I don't care if I get it. I'm still gonna have my opinion either way. And you know as well as I do, not voting. 
ever stopped anyone from having or not having no. an opinion. There's never been a more but fine example of that South Park episode where they have to decide between a turd sandwich and a what was it? No, yeah, a turd sandwich and a. Uh, oh God, it's so bad. It's like not a douchebag, but a, something. <laughs> it was something awful. There was a point in time where uh, I was of the legal age to vote, and I wrote in Adam Carolla. I told you this before. Just because I was like, he's 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 definitely better than both people that uh, Corolla. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! I'd vote. I'd find a way to vote twice. I I just wrote him in. I was like, can I really do that? And I just voted for. Oh, Adam maybe Carolla. I will vote then. Yeah, you could yeah. vote for whoever you want, and you could then you could tell those people stuff it. I did vote, although my vote was a throwaway vote for, you know, whoever. I'm voting for Brandon Tatum. I don't care <laughs> if he's vote, running or not. Yeah, vote vote for whoever. Uh, I just oh, dude, what if we vote for the guy from American Movie? Mike Mark, Shank, Mark Borchardt. Mark Borchardt. <laughs> yeah, Mark Borchardt. He's going to get it's not at least a bad one idea. Vote Maybe we should we should get some uh, 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 some groundswell going for that. Yeah, um, Jason Fallman. Hashtag Jason Fallman for president. That's not a bad idea, too. dude. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. It's a Can you imagine that idea. voice? I'd love to hear it at the State of the Union address. At dude, least four different. Times. We got to hear these awful speeches and awful tweets from like stuffy. Can you imagine Fallman be like, "We're back." 2021, like all excited. We Dude, have great. Ben That's and not I, a good impersonation. Ben and I through the podcast have a friend that we met through the podcast years ago named Jason Fallman. And Jason uh, is a radio DJ. It's um, fantastic. In Northern California. Mm-hmm. Crescent City. Crescent City. He's out there. Sir K-Fug. Right. K-Fug, K-Fug radio. radio. Whoa, whoa. So. Uh, oh, dude's the best. Yeah, he's great. So all he's right. got. I may I, do I can't him. do him I justice. Do him I, I need to make a Fallman soundboard for everybody. He's got that gravelly. It's just, it's like honey. Dude, it's badass. Gravelly honey. It's badass. I always, I'm always envious of that, but uh, I was listening to somebody talk about this the other day on, on, on a podcast, and they were talking about the, the you know, the the, the stupid radio voice, <laughs> and both you and I spent at least a little bit of time- 10 after, 52 to the top of the hour. In radio school, and I know, like, this podcast I was listening to, they were suggesting that people like- I don't know if they were taught that or they developed it or just sort of like the thing that you needed to do. And there's probably like like the the, the days of Mad Men, just emulation. Like that's just sort of what was popular. Yeah. And so everybody did it. It's it's like when uh, you know Green Day became a popular thing, and then like the music industry was like, let's sign the Offspring and every other band that sounds somewhat like Green Day, or yeah. what, how, what, in whichever yeah, order yeah, yeah. that went. You know. Yeah. Uh, how many Eddie Vedder's did you get? Well, you you just look at like Mancow has sort of a a, a technique like a deep voice like that, where Howard Stern has a very, especially the early days, it's just not not very like radio pleasant to listen to. You'd almost have to like you don't think so. I, I think after that. after t- in time, but it wasn't very traditional. Mm. I don't I don't think he had like a because mm. he's got he's got like if you very if you really listen he's got like a, a speech impediment a little bit like a little bit of a slur or a, is that right? Yeah, like I'm, like, I'm usually like a, super sensitive to that. Yeah, go back and listen, and I think that over over time it sort of worked itself out. But even Steve Dahl is it like an easily thing? No, no, it's like a it's it's a tongue thing, huh? And Steve Dahl always did this thing where he had this this really awful cadence. Uh, but I, it became like, uh, like, you know, um, what do they call that? A white noise to me. I remember being a kid and Steve Dahl would be talking and then he would take this long pause and you'd be like, is it a commercial break? What's going on? Is he dialing the phone? And then he would just start talking about something else. It's like, Hmm. what was he doing? Filing through paper? Did he get up and go to the bathroom? They didn't put on any music. There was just like this dead silence. He's using effective pauses. Yeah. Well, I, I think he just, at that time, uh, at least in Chicago, these people were so popular; they were like the kings of the city, and so they just did whatever they wanted, and and uh, and they got away with it. And you needed, you know, these big radio personalities, especially like I said in Chicago, were were everything. Yeah, I would love to see. I didn't get to see it uh, yesterday because again, we were watching Ninety Day Fiance the other way. We're trying to play, play a little. I'm catch off up. that. I got to get back into it. Um, I, the Thirty for Thirty McGuire and Sosa came out yesterday. Okay, so I did not get to see it. We recorded it. Uh, we were going to watch it tonight and then you asked me if we could get this, you know, do this tonight. Mm. Uh, but I was set to watch it. I was super excited about it. Um, what do you, what do you think about, uh, have you, did you see it? No. Did you know it was, ha- it was happening? I saw somebody post about it and, uh, I will watch it. I'm pumped. 
I'm pumped to watch it. I remember it being super exciting. I remember it being these people that are these people that in retrospect are like steroids, steroids. I never. Yeah, you did, dude. Yeah, you did. People that go, no. When I found out, I gave rid of. I got rid of my season tickets. No, you didn't. I think you no, s- you didn't though, because you loved it. Because we all loved it. Everybody loved it. Baseball sucked after the strike. We had oh, we, did, sure. we didn't care time. about it. They started juicing the balls. They started juicing the players. We all got back into it. Uh, I say thank you to both of them. I do now too, and I think you you convinced you've convinced me of that. Um, just in talking about oh, yeah? like, well, just in talking about like you know hockey and baseball, and and we I, we've talked about it before about like you know the Hall of Fame or, or uh, you know what what does it matter? Does it change? Uh, you know, do you put an asterisk here? But really, overall, it's entertainment, right? So Sick, I understand the, the people that are playing the game. It, it, it should mean more to them than it means to me and you. Statistics. Yeah, I'm there so, to watch him so hit the ball really far. If somebody breaks Mickey Mantle's record uh, and Mickey Mantle did it clean, then Mickey Mantle should care. Or Mickey other Mantle should, had a like, part-time game. pitcher that was also a bricklayer and off time throwing the ball with a guy with almost like yeah, no, with, dude. with nothing on it with you know no but, dude but no 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 what I'm the saying same for Babe Ruth too you miss me with all that what I'm saying is is that the Babe was the best the Babe would hit 150 average these, at best everything is like you know there's all these people whether it be cigars baseball. I don't care fishing, what whatever it is. It's like, oh, this guy's a such and such purist. You know, you just got to understand he's a purist. Forget all that. Like, you know, <laughs> nah, when it comes down to it, baseball. We all walked away from baseball because we were like, these dudes are a bunch of whiny babies. They're millionaires who, crying. Yeah, crying about making a bunch of money when my dad works six days a week just to make ends meet. He can't mm-hmm. even go on the family vacation because he's too busy working. Yep. And that's that's real. That's what happened. And then all of a sudden. Baseball turned a blind eye for the purpose of saying, like, hey, we need to figure out what is what's going to put asses in the seats. Yeah. Well, just like just like boxing, you want to see, you know, people want to see they don't want Mike Tyson to be in, in in a war. They want Mike Tyson to knock a guy out in three rounds and be done with it. They don't they want, want to see him throw they don't him want through to see, the ropes. They, they don't want to see a back and forth. They want to see Mike come out and just decimate this guy from the from the bell. You know, people will go Who is the well, guy he killed with the body shot? Uh, uh, Spinks. They want to see Spinks getting hit yeah. with a body blow and just not getting and well, back and, up. And again, back then, people being like, I don't understand why this guy got knocked out. He got hit in the stomach. How does it even work like that? Joe it's Rogan like, and well, Bill Burr were talking yeah, about I know. a podcast. Yeah. And I went back and watched it on YouTube and I was like, oh. Yeah, it was Michael Spinks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah, yeah. And it's just like, they're like, why isn't he getting up? And you watch that again and you just go, oh, no, no. He just like he just threw his organs to the other side of his body, and now his his spine is saying no, thank you. Yeah, so so that's exactly what it's I'm talking amazing. about. Like, you want to see that kind of stuff, just like the UFC. Like people go like, oh, I'm a purist, man. I, I like to see this ground game, and I like to see the straight. So get the, nah, I want to see the heel, see a the guy, heel hook in the I, I fifth round. I want to see nah, a don't. guy catch a wheel kick in the jaw, yeah, and then lights out. Like he's winning, and all of a sudden he lost. Anthony Pettis <laughs> wasn't famous because he didn't jump off the cage and kick that guy in the face. Right, that was amazing, Let's and everyone honest. loved it. Now, again, that the hipster thing to do is be like, oh, you know, I'm in it because I like to see like these subtle nuances in the in the. Now, yeah. I, I don't can, care about you any can of that. Suck your own self when no one's looking. So, so now when I look at, I, I saw <laughs> a, a piece of the uh, this documentary, and, and again, not to spoil anything, but like you know, Mark, I for I had forgotten because my wife asked me, she's like, did either of them admit it? And I'm like, I don't think so. Never. McGuire no. did. McGuire did admit it. Oh. Did he, he? So he admits it in like oh that's right that's right that's right that's right ten maybe or was something. he like a hitting coach when he admitted it yeah yes he was no longer playing he's like I'm done game. I'm out of the race so just so you know like yeah yeah you. but and he did it in sort of like one of these like hey I did it but everyone else did it too and I'm not saying it's right but at the end of the day like but I agree with him dude yeah he's like dude it was so rampant in the game and here's the thing it wasn't against the rules at the he's time. like everyone just sort of ju- like there was no hard line nobody was doing drug testing there was no wada there was none of this. The, right. And so he was just like, everybody was trying to get an edge and could people say it was unethical and, and what were people I still doing say it? No, it's not. Well, were people doing it in, in the locker room behind the scenes? Yeah. Because I guess anytime you're trying to get an edge and you're not getting it naturally, it's kind of like it, it, I guess it, it. Okay, then don't it take creatine. Your don't take protein. It, it puts your manhood natural. in question, maybe a little bit, like saying, like, well, this dude's doing it naturally, you're not. But let's be honest, there's a lot more people that were doing it that just never had the balls or were too smart to ever come out and admit to it. The people like that Sammy Sosa never admitted it. Yeah, but the, well, he didn't admit that he changed his skin tone. <laughs> 
He doesn't have to. <laughs> but like, th- the people that took it, they go, this is going to make my muscles bigger. It's going to be at the detriment to my health somehow. Detriment is what I was trying to say. Mm. It's going to be the detriment to my health. Um, I-, I want to be bigger, faster, stronger. So I'm going to take this stuff. I will have to pay the cost down the line, but I'm willing to do it because I want to be the best. Now, if the, if the other people don't want to, like, I just don't get it. You still got to hit that ball. You still have to be better. Well, yeah, obviously, you know, Mark McGuire has this great swing, and he's got he's you know he he his the what do you call it the the, the like Ken Griffey had the best swing ever. Yeah, Imagine I mean, this guy was like toothpick. Yeah, he wasn't even. He should have yeah. What's he thinking? But what I'm saying is, is like Mark McGuire has this natural swing, right? Or so his approach to hitting a mm-hmm. baseball. Okay. Uh, and he his basic thing is saying like I didn't need to put more muscle on to push the ball out. I already could hit home runs. I was made to hit home runs. I'm like that's what I was put on this earth to do. Specifically, what he said. His thing was it allowed you to recover faster from muscle breakdown. Maybe like sidestep some potential injury because of the fact that you you know like I said you were you were doing some muscle repair stuff or there were you know this was doing some but he was like i want no, to help you be superior athletically but That's he's, it. he's, he's saying like bigger, i better. wasn't trying it in his mind it did not help him hit more home runs cuz he's like i i would have but he took it and then he hit way more home runs so <laughs> whatever you know he can or it could have been that, it could have been that year it could have okay, been his year okay it didn't help you guys but you and Sammy Sosa both juiced your ass <laughs> off and you both hit like 40 more home runs and there were people that did, weren't hitting home runs that were doing juice too right i mean like Roger Clemens you know i don't think he ever admitted to it but like, dude Barry Bonds had to get like a helmet that was like five sizes bigger <laughs> and i just don't for his care. jaw <laughs> i swear i don't care yeah, cuz the pitchers are the guys that are throwing it to you they're juicing too yeah that's what i'm saying so the guys that used to throw 86 are now throwing 95 and it's or curving and moving so <laughs> Right. Like, I just, I just, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't have this sanctity for the game to where, like, it's one thing if you're, like, stealing signs or or cheating, like, really. But if you're cheating and it only involves your body, I just don't feel like that's cheating. Let, let me say this. Uh, let me end on this. So just if, this it was, if it was hand-to-hand combat and one person could juice and the other couldn't, that's different. You're hitting a ball, dude. You hit, you, you're hitting a ball. Part of... Part of playing a game, and you can be honest. I mean, from from when you're playing heads up, seven up uh, in third grade, you cheat, right? You look down at people's shoelaces. You Absolutely, look, you, everybody does it. It's human nature, and so I look at it like part of playing a game is figuring out figuring out a way to game the game. So whether it is stealing signs, and people have been stealing signs way before. I mean, these guys, there's guys that leave organizations and go to other organizations. <laughs> there's guys that are on one team that probably like, you know, drug addicts or drunks or gambling gambling addicts that tell other people, hey, if you give me a hundred grand because I'm in debt, I'll tell you what our signs are. I mean, you, you if they were on, all dude. stealing, come how come the sign to steal isn't just one tip to the cat? <laughs> How come the guys just don't put two fingers to their bill and that means steal? No, they got to pat their bull shoulders, rub their forearms, uh, do a King Kong thing. There's like 85 moves to tell you to bunt. That's because they're all cheating. Well, and the other part is, is otherwise you could go, but human beings are so petulant. I can't believe for one second that guys actually look to the third base coach. I'd be like, dude, I'm a professional baseball player. Like, I don't need you to tell me to slow. You know, I'll just do what I'm going to do. I, dude, I'm a millionaire. Don't yeah, tell me like, whether or not yeah, I can run. I'm, I'm going. Yeah, I'm running. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing what I'm doing. So I don't even care if I'm out. I'm running. Uh, I don't care about <laughs> baseball. I don't care. About, I mean, I don't, I don't care, care about either. people cheating at baseball because I always feel like every game is set up to figure out a way, including like, the game of life. Right? Yeah. It's all about. You'll have people sitting there telling you, like, over a dinner party about how. They're screwing over Medicare or they lied to their boss and, 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 you know, got money for getting on the job injury without blinking an eye. Like it's people. People are unscrupulous. Got hurt in a car accident. Right. Paid paid for my house. I got in a car accident one time. um, Not me. At work. I got hurt. Somebody hit me. And before I even this was like one of the only times ever happened. An insurance company called me and was like, hey, we know you went to the hospital for some follow up, which is just unfortunately I was in a company vehicle. They're like, we'll just, you know, we'll give you five grand for your, you know, for your pain and suffering or whatever it was. They threw a number out and I was like, I get something for that. That's really fast. Yeah. But from what I found out, all these people tell me that the insurance company is just like, Hey, they want you to, they'll give you some quick cash. They'll have you sign off on it. And it's just quicker that way to get it over with. Wouldn't you like Um, this to just go away? 
Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I didn't even know I was entitled to it, but my back is feeling kind of stiff now that you said that. Yeah. So, so yeah. is my wallet. Thank you. That is episode 252 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next time later. The hands on the Bible Scared like a child God holds you liable what you've done Homicidal Stared down your idols A pretty baby Never born You can't believe it You didn't mean it But they saw you do it And they know your name Rats in the attic Toys in the cellar So hands up!